Good day, good day, good day, everybody. This is Coffee Conversations with Father David. Hope you're doing well, no matter where you are and what you're up to. Uh, I'm recording this on Friday, and it's uh, the first snowy Friday that we've uh, we've had this year. Yeah, it's November 19th. Kids didn't have a school day, uh, didn't have a snow day today. I think they were hoping for it, but hey, you know, it's all good. Just want to want to let you know that I'm just doing a solo podcast today. Deacon Bob is, has been well. He's not sick, but his, his voice, is, his throat's been kind of raspy uh, the past day or two. So we were trying to fit in podcasts and, uh, and this and that. But uh, I just figured I'd just kind of do a little, uh, a little podcast myself just so we could make one uh, happen for this week. But uh, he's doing well, so you can keep him in your prayers, uh, certainly. Uh, but uh, he'll be on for next week. So we got uh, Christmas is coming, right? Uh, we have a few weeks until um, Advent season. This weekend, we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. So whether you're listening to this podcast next week or not, we're probably going to be in the last week of ordinary time. So in the church, we have seasons, right? We have ordinary time, which has been green uh, for the past number of months. We're going to be going into Advent here in, in, a, in a couple of weeks. We'll be wearing purple. Uh, we have Christmas season and Lent and all these good things, right? And it's good. You know, I couldn't imagine living in another place other than Ohio. I know some people complain about uh, the snow and the cold and everything. But I, I love having a cycle to the year that it's not always the same. That, yeah, we got to wear some different clothes. We have to, you know, do some different things. We can't be, at, be outside uh, as much in the winter, uh, at least comfortably. But... You know, there's that first day of the winter that, like, it's just the lack of smell, I think, because because it's so cold. I don't know. It just, it's it's refreshing to me. Now, come uh, March, you know, probably going to want it to get a little warm. But so we have seasons. And I think there's something good and something, something human to seasons, uh, even if they're maybe uncomfortable at times, because we can find ourselves in all kinds of seasons within within our lives. But the church has seasons, and you know the liturgical calendar was developed uh, a long time ago in the the Council of Trent uh, in the in the 1500s, and that we decided that you know what let's have a cycle of feasts, let's have a cycle of things that we that we do, so we can kind of all be celebrating the same thing. So we're coming to the end of what the church calendar year would be uh, this weekend, essentially with Christ the King, and. The Christ the King feast it was actually something something more of a modern feast, came up in the uh, in the nineteenth uh, the sorry the twentieth century after the the World Wars. You know, and there's a lot of things not great were were going on. A lot of people were dying. There was a lot of um, tyranny uh, from government world leaders, and the church wanted to say that you know we really can't look to any world power, any world leader, any human person to bring us true peace, true justice. Certainly we can work for it on our own, but unless it's rooted in God, unless we live lives oriented to Christ the King, you know, our peace and our happiness is going gonna, is gonna to fall short. I just want to share a quote from uh, Benedict XVI. And he said, I had this to say about the, the feast of Christ the King. But in what does this power of Jesus Christ the King consist. It is not the power of kings or great people in this world. It is divine power to give eternal life, to liberate from evil, to defeat the dominion of death. 
It is the power of love that can draw good from evil, that can melt a hardened heart, bring peace amid the harshest conflict, and kindle hope in the thickest darkness. The kingdom of grace is never imposed and always respects our freedom. Christ came to bear witness to the truth. As he declared to Pilate, Whoever accepts this witness, his witness, serves beneath his banner. Every conscience, therefore, must make a choice. Who do I want to follow? God or the evil one? The truth or falsehood? Choosing Christ does not guarantee success, according to the world's criteria, but assures the peace and joy that he alone can give us. End quote. Uh, from Pope Benedict XVI on the Feast of Christ the King uh, in 2009. And I just wanted to share that quote because it kind of gives a kind of a context, you know, to the Feast of Christ the King, but also the end of the liturgical year, right? So a new year will begin uh, the first weekend of Advent. And as we get to this end of the liturgical year, the church's calendar, you know, the church focuses on, you know, the last things of heaven and of hell, of death and judgment, and so it ends with this kind of feast of Christ the King that ultimately, you know, are we going to live for Christ or are we going to live um, for ourselves and for the world? So it's kind of a, an interesting reflection. And and Benedict XVI, you know, really names why would we follow Christ? Because we can love, not just in our own lives here um, on this earth, but eventually in heaven. That's what heaven is, the place of eternal love. So just wanted to share that quote uh, from Christ the King this weekend as we kind of finish out um, this uh, this church year. But I wanted to come on today too to just kind of talk a little bit about a topic that was proposed to us. So we had some uh, some listener mail, yeah, yay for listener mail. It's uh, it's always good when we get a little bit of feedback. And we had someone write in about the goodness of how they heard us uh, recording. You know, we were recording uh, questions from the kids in our school to be able to answer some of those questions here on the podcast in the coming weeks. And we are definitely excited about that. And we're going to get, we're kind of still getting things situated and kind of developing our answers uh, so we can come out with those soon. But this person wrote um, that, you know, this is a good idea even for adults. You know, the the idea of asking questions. Uh, and they admitted, you know, it's like, I know I have questions about our faith, but I'm ashamed uh, or are shy to ask that, you know, sometimes we we might think our questions are dumb because we think we should know them already, right? I don't know if you've had that experience ever, but I, I know I've had that experience uh, in my own life. You know, as a priest, um, you're a spiritual leader, right? You're, um, you lead and you guide people in ways of faith. And part of that, I think there's kind of this expectation that the priest kind of like, he's like the super Christian, <laughs> that he knows everything about the faith uh, and knows everything about church history, knows everything about uh, sacraments and knows everything about, you know, all the church trivia. Well, <laughs> that may or may not be true. I, uh, I don't, probably don't know as, as much as I could uh, about the faith. And sometimes, you know, when you're asked a question, you know, you're, as a priest, you'll feel like you need to know the answer. Uh, so uh, even admittedly myself, I can get kind of fearful when someone asks me a question because they're looking to me and I don't have the answer. And so I can, I can resonate with, uh, you know, what this person said about, you know, feeling ashamed or shy to ask that it's okay to not know all the answers, right? I think we just need to acknowledge that along with, you know, the, the, the phrase that we well know, you know, there's no dumb question. 
if it's asked honestly, you know, there's no there's no dumb question. All questions are good because we're striving to know what's what's true and what's real. And I think this is important to say that please don't feel afraid uh, to ask questions, even if they seem simple, even if they seem like it's something you know you should know. Um, don't let the fear and the shame you know keep you um, kind of where you are. And I say that to myself too. You know, we don't want shame and fear to rule our lives. Um, we want the truth and we want joy to rule our lives. So this is a great time to acknowledge the fact that we all have questions one way or the other. It might be big questions, might be small questions, might be mysterious questions. I don't know. This is a good place for us to maybe just acknowledge that. So we're gonna. I'm gonna include uh, Deacon Bob and, and my emails uh, in the in the uh, in the description of the show notes today. I know we've we've kind of asked about this before, but please feel free uh, to add your questions, no matter what they are. We'll have your email address, but you can be anonymous. And if, even if we brought them up on the podcast, um, we don't have to have your name attached to it. That it's uh, it's good to ask questions. Life is a journey, and and faith is a journey. And if we're open to growing, um, there is so much more to grow in. I mean, the church really does have, I would be so bold to say that the church has answers to any question you have. And basically has already come up with answers for any question uh, that we have to ask. I think that's really what makes our Catholic faith so beautiful in some ways, that there is such a tradition. Our church has existed for thousands of years. And that there's been a lot of smart people in that, in that church too. So don't be afraid to ask questions. I think that's kind of just the motto for today. And um, yeah, it's all good. So please send in your questions. And we hope you uh, have a great Thanksgiving with your families. Uh, I know this, this will come out Thanksgiving week. So I play, we pray it's a, a, it's a blessed time to just to be together and to enjoy each other's presence. Um, however you're able to do that uh, this year, uh, whether it's uh, in person or you know, still virtual and maybe in, in some capacities. It's just good to give thanks to God for all that we have been given, even if there has been struggles, even if there has been things um, kind of upsetting uh, the schedule of our lives this past year. That God has been with us and well, God will continue to be with us. All right, everybody. Well, thanks so much. Uh, have a blessed day. Know of our prayers and just enjoy all that God's given. All right, peace. Peace.